If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa. If you're new here, this is a podcast geared towards women who want to feel healthy, look good, and stay organized. We're real women doing our best to live well anyway in the midst of life's chaos. I'm so glad you're here. And this week, I am back with my good friend, Katie Deckett, and we are talking about a few different things. First of all, we dive into a lot of the college prep that Katie has been doing as her oldest son is getting ready to head off to college next year, and they have been in the depths of going through the whole process with scholarships and figuring out the financial situation and deciding on a school and going and visiting the schools. And I know that this may be a little bit far ahead of where some of you are at in your mothering journey. However, I would still suggest that you listen because I know I have gained so much from listening to mothers who are a few steps ahead of me in this process. And then when I actually get to those stages, I feel so much better prepared having listened to them as they were going through the exact same things that I am then going through later on. I just think it's a really good idea. So I'm going to suggest that you stick around and listen to this episode where we talk a lot about the college journey that they have been on, but also Katie is gearing up for knee surgery next week, and we go in-depth in this episode all about what she's been doing to prep for surgery, how she's been getting her body ready, her family ready, all those different kinds of things, working through those logistics, things that have really helped with inflammation and all kinds of things. So we really deep dive into that as well. But before we get there for just a second, I want to say a huge thank you to those of you who've been reaching out to me on Instagram. I say this all the time. I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing your suggestions, things that you would like to see on the show. It is so helpful to get that kind of feedback from you guys. It always makes me laugh when I hear that some of you are nervous to actually reach out or you think that I don't want to actually hear from you. I totally do. So do not hesitate to reach out to me at Mackenzie Coppa. I would love to hear your opinions, what you would like to hear about on the show, things that you would like to see, maybe people you would like to have me interview, any of that kind of thing. I would love for you to come over, drop me a line, and let's chat. But for right now, let's get into this episode with me and Katie Duckett. Hello, Katie. Hi. Okay, I feel like we have a little bit of ground to cover in this episode, and a lot of it is going to be about your impending surgery and not only all the prep that you've been doing for that and both like for your body physically and then talking about logistics for afterward because you're going to be pretty much out of commission. But you Mm. also are packing in a lot here (laughs) right up to the day that you are going to be down for the count. Going out with a bang. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) this past weekend, you went on a four-day college sightseeing trip. Yep. Scott and Jack, your oldest. And then this weekend you have another one and it's, it's a lot. (laughs) Well, it's a lot coming from the West coast. Like, because we are, oh man, we just have that time change. So I think if that wasn't as much of a factor, um, 
it wouldn't be as big a deal. But flying to the Midwest and back. And this <laughs> on Sunday on our trip back, I was so confused. I was like, are we on mountain time? And what is mountain time? Is that one hour ahead or two hours ahead? Like I could not process. So I had no idea if we had 10 minutes till our plane landed or an hour and 10 minutes or two hours and 10 minutes. Like I just <sighs> felt totally like I have no idea. I just, I don't know. We'll just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am going to say a quick, a quick thing just right now. I just realized that my microphone was not connected again. Oh, and I no, was not, not going to no have problem. a third episode that it sounded that way. So it's fixed now. So hi, this is the way I'm supposed to sound. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So yeah, you've had a crazy, crazy. We've had like, a bunch again. Yeah. And like going to different schools in one trip and and mm -hmm. all of that but i i'm so so thankful that you are walking this path before we are because it's you're like working out all the kinks for me <laughs> so that when yeah. i am doing this very yeah. soon that i have like something just this morning that you said i thought was really interesting about the financial officers at the colleges that they like mm -hmm. actually work with you on stuff Who New. I thought when you get your financial aid package, this is it. This yeah. is what they have to offer you. And this is what you accept or decline. But I, it should have been a clue that we kept hearing from the financial aid offices from all these schools. Can we go over the offer with you? Do you have any questions? Let's do a Zoom call or a phone call or um, or a meetup. And I just thought, why? Like, I mm -hmm. get it. I read it. It's pretty self-explanatory, really. Um, but after meeting with two colleges this last weekend and going over the financial aid package, there is room, there's wiggle room. And one of the officers said, it's our job to make it work. So let's make it work. Do you need yeah. more? Let's see how we can get that. So I didn't know it was like something yeah. that was sort of ongoing and negotiable. And I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, neither did I, which is so encouraging to hear mm -hmm. like that there's, okay, colleges are actually willing to work with you and try to figure things out. And like, even just how you were saying that the cost of living is higher here than where it was. And so they were yeah. making adjustments for those kinds of things. And yeah. they were very proactive, which kind of surprised me. And I was really grateful for. So um, I just didn't know that going in. And that's been something I really learned. In fact, I emailed one of the colleges this morning and was like, hey, we had this opportunity going on over here. Do you guys do the same? And um, they do. So, I mean, I think if nice. I hadn't asked, ask, yeah. maybe it would have just, I don't know. This this whole process is so, so brand new. But um, and seeing the colleges in person, yeah. I can't emphasize enough because Everything changed for one of the schools. Well, we saw two this weekend. One of the schools, Jack liked way more than he expected. And one of them is is out. So yeah. I don't think we would have known that on paper or on um, just on the paperwork we have from them on the acceptance. The financial aid offers were very similar. They're, everything seemed so close. But when we actually were there walking around and meeting people and um, different department heads, the basketball coaches, students, even mm -hmm. eating in the cafeteria, Jack really preferred one cafeteria over yeah. the other. And the dorms, the dorms are a big thing. And until you're standing in it, yeah. it is a pronounced difference in size in a couple of them. Like the one that he is really liking right now is a sweet style 
Yeah. So no communal bathroom, but a shared bathroom between two freshmen and then two sophomores. So you kind of get to know um, people a grade ahead of you. And you're only sharing a bathroom with four guys versus 30 on a floor. Yeah. So that I didn't know how much of a game changer that would be to him, but he's like, I really, really like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. The, the cafeteria, um, all of it. Like it just, it was funny. The things that spoke to my 18 year old's heart. I yeah. wouldn't have guessed, but yeah. Was- what a big deal. The cafeteria was, I think in my year that I went away to college, I only went in the cafeteria one time. <laughs> Where did you eat? They had like other little shops on campus. And yeah. let's just face it, my diet during my freshman year of college largely consisted of bean burritos and bagels. So <laughs> that was that was pretty much it. No. <laughs> I think I made a lot of guacamole. Like I don't even know like how wow. I survived. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't think that'll be Jack's case. I think yeah. three square meals and snacks. And it's just, it's cool to see what the, I mean, it's different from when I was in college, but now they've got like a Chick-fil-A option and like wow. little fast food places within too, that you can utilize versus just the cafeteria. And the mm-hmm. cafeteria we really liked had an Asian bar all the time and um, like it rotates, but it's always there and a pizza bar all the time. And, you know, just these different things that like, oh, yeah, I know. I like that. I like yeah. that I can go in there at 10 p.m. and load up. And yeah, so for sure. That's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've even noticed around because we live where Gonzaga is. And I've gone to a couple of the like restaurants and stuff around there. And they accept the meal plan yeah. from the college. So there's, you know, when you start diving into what is available around the schools and stuff too. That's cool. Yeah. The foodie culture is so much more a thing in this day and age than I think yeah. back when we went to school. And it really caters to that. Every school points out their high points of cuisine. And it's yeah. just funny that that's more of a thing. Yeah. But nice. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely nice to have more options and and not just be eating bean burritos and bagels. <laughs> Right. You know, yeah. Maybe. Not just ramen, just not yeah. just ramen and who knows what else. But yeah. <laughs> for my, for my boys who are heavy eaters, it's nice to know like, okay, okay. I can, I could let go and see that they, they'd be, you know, they'd be taken care of. In these yeah. Well, and I mean, especially over these next couple of years, the amount of food that you are currently having to, produce consistently is gonna change drastically I know well and what I'm making is so different I had a really funny moment yesterday I was making dinner and my boys are really into like rice and chicken right now they're eating a lot of rice and chicken Roman is into rice and chicken too it, uh, it's, it's like some TikTok probably said, this is how you bulk. And now like there's this whole network of guys out there doing it. I mean, it's true, but, um, but they're all sort of on this kick. And so I made this, it's, it's bigger than nine by 13, this glass casserole pan, but it was rice and um, shredded chicken and teriyaki sauce and frozen peas. And like, I mean, just, I was following a recipe, but I wasn't going to eat it. And Scott wasn't yeah. going to eat it. We had something other, but it was this ginormous pan 
and it's just for my five kids. And I was crossing my fingers and hoping we'd have enough. They could partition <laughs> off for lunches or maybe like just something crazy, like another dinner. No, nope, yeah. that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like they just are eating in this massive bulk quantity. And yeah. So it was just so funny when I was making, I was like, this isn't pretty. This isn't something I want to be like no, yeah. my family, but this is what, this is where I am. This is my life right now. It's yeah. Giant casserole pans that you just hope and pray you have enough for lunches left over. Oh yeah. Well, and also like, I feel like I try to make all these recipes all the time, like half-baked harvest or all these soups that our family has loved forever and white chicken chili. It's like an actual recipe. And then a couple of times lately, I've just made a bunch of chicken, like cut up a bunch of chicken into little bite-sized chunks, seasoned it, cooked it, and then we could throw it in, like we had it on baked potatoes one night and like we had like all these different things. But for Roman, I was like, I don't think he's going to want the potato. The girls are into potatoes right now. But I just was like, okay, I have this Trader Joe's rice. I'm just going to give him like a huge portion of this chicken and some rice. And then I had made some Brussels sprouts. Like it was so simple. It was not anything fancy. And he never really comments on the dinners or anything but he had that and he was like, oh, man, mom, I would have that again. Like, that was just Every so night. good. <laughs> it's like, really? Okay. Well, <laughs> you're hard to please there, buddy. Yeah. But it was just so funny. Like, I feel like I try to create new flavors and like, I'm like, no, he doesn't care. The girls certainly don't seem to care. I think out of all of my kids, Judah's probably the only one who's a little bit more of a foodie, but he's also just like just the meat guy. He would just totally leave the rice alone and only eat the meat so yeah, yeah. I mean, it, this is these are weird times it's a weird, weird times. I think I'll look back and be like really that was but this is just so my reality right now is mm-hmm. everything in bulk quantity a milk like every time I'm ordering groceries I'm ordering three or four gallons at a time yeah. multiple times like it's just nuts these kids are crazy yeah Yeah, it is. Okay, ladies, they say we're heading towards spring. I have yet to see it in our neck of the woods. We just had a big snowstorm this week, but I'm hanging on. I'm really hoping for that springtime weather and all the things that we do in spring. And one of the big things that we do around here is a big clean out. I like to organize, you know, get stuff out of the garage, go through my kitchen and kind of replace some things, get some things in better order as everything is kind of falling apart through the winter. And it's a great time to get a head start on that spring cleaning with Caraway. You've heard me talk about them many times before. You know I love their cookware and bakeware. But what does cooking and baking have to do with staying organized? Well, all of their sets come with complimentary storage, which makes getting and staying organized easier than ever. You're never going to misplace a lid. You're never going to have to stack everything on top of each other so it's falling out of the cabinet. No, no. Caraway has thought of everything for not only making amazing cookware that is beautiful and it looks so nice in your home. I have the cream saute pan and Dutch oven that I absolutely love, but they're also completely clean. You don't have to worry about any of the toxins. They have a high quality ceramic coating that is free of PTFE, such as Teflon. It doesn't have any lead, cadmium, and any other 
toxic materials. Plus, their ceramic's naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for slide-off-the-pan eggs and easy cleaning, which is my hands-down favorite part. So not only is my food not filled with toxic chemicals, it slides right off the pan, and I can clean and store everything super simply. I mean, how many more wins can you get? So visit carawayhome.com slash livewell to take advantage of my limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. You can start getting your kitchen all ready for spring with Caraway. This deal is exclusive for my listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash livewell or use my code livewell at checkout to get that 10% off. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. And you're about to have to be feeding them while you can't get out of bed or you can't walk around. I know. I know. It's So this has just been this really interesting little, I don't know. Well, yeah. Like, let's tell people scenario. what you have to have surgery for. So we like, they, even oh, know I feel like everybody knows it's this injury since May. <laughs> just let, I just let linger because again, these giant boys and their healthcare expenses, I had to wait till the first of the year. So, you know, I mean, it's fine. I just, I just, kind of made do with it everybody's heard me complain it's it's obnoxious um, but it's rightfully it's, so well it turns out yeah it turns out it's really quite a tear um for anybody who is interested it's a root meniscus tear on the lateral medial side of my knee and which that means the meniscus is torn from the bone and so the <sighs> reconstruction to get it to reattach involves a rod in my tibia and it's it's invasive oh. and the you know, the, the PT and everything after, I mean, it's, it's going to be a long recovery. This is, this is not quick. Yeah. This is not, you know, six weeks later, I'm back. This is six weeks, absolutely no weight bearing. And then a year of physical therapy before I can do any squats or anything like that. So. Well, and didn't your uncle who is an orthopedist, right? Yeah. He's an he, orthopedic surgeon in Indiana. And so and, I called him for a second opinion just to sent him the MRI and just had him look at it. Are you going to say the funny part? About- Probably. I think yeah. so. So he's like, it's like, Katie, are you a, uh, are you pretty good at pickleball? And I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. He's like, I mean, like on the circuit, like semi-pro, I was like, uh, no. And he's like, the way they're treating this injury is what in Indiana, what we would do with maybe an NFL player. Like, and I was like, what? This is what? So it turns out that in the West, like there's a little bit more advancement of technology and this is routine. But in yeah. the Midwest, yeah. this is like only levels you would go to if somebody was young and really needed their their. If they were back. entering the pickleball circuit. <laughs> so it was a hilarious conversation. <laughs> turns out, no, I am not semi-pro in pickleball, but I'm glad it's aggressive. I'm glad that I should have full functioning of my knee back, hopefully. Yes. Um, it's just going to take a while. And as he said, like, this is a, you know, he has never done the surgery, nor knows anyone that has done oh, it. Wow. But he's studied it and knows that it's, um, so when they say rod, that was kind of off-putting, but he said it's more like an ex- an axillary pin. It's not okay. rod, like something that goes through the shaft of the bone. It's more like a pin that holds the meniscus in place to that bone, which is why I have to truly be non-weight bearing so that um, I can that fully it heal. Will reattach, hopefully. So Ooh. that's the whole that's the whole breakdown of the surgery and um the the actual non-weight bearing 
and I say actual because I'm not always the best um, patient. I probably yeah. do what I wanted to do, but this I will really be careful because I do want full functioning back. And yeah. so that means no driving, no stairs. No driving is the one that is just like yeah. insane to me. Yeah. Because this is my right knee. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I mean, that that is going to be um, complex in my yeah. family. And really, they I'm not supposed to be driving now because concurrent with this injury is arthritis and bursitis behind the kneecap. So the, the motion of um, flexing my foot to drive, it puts a strain directly on the injured part of my knee. So I'm not supposed to even be driving right now. And I can feel it when I do drive, like I shouldn't be driving. <laughs> yeah. really hurts. And then when I get out of the car, I'm, you know, I'm swollen and all that yeah. business. So um, I have definitely passed over the driving to the extent that I can right now, but um, even that's inconvenient. And I don't yeah. know what it's going to look like if I really am like, no driving, no stairs. And we live in a split level. Like there's, yeah, there's up, there's stairs down Yeah, <laughs> locked on the, the top floor. Yeah. You're just there. Which, just there. <laughs> I mean, we're going to, we're going to try to talk about some logistics in a minute, but yeah, it is like the driving one really, because well, for me, it just wouldn't be an option. Like I, that I just have to, but luckily you do have now three more teen drivers. Is Ash driving yet? Yep, I do. Okay. I have three more teen drivers, which is really fun for our insurance. Yes. Know, but um, but it is very helpful. And um I I mean I do have support. My my mom loves to drive and is around my sisters are right around here and um and then the boys are driving. So I I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's just this weird experiment to literally take mom out of the equation for six weeks. Yeah. What is going to happen? Like what really is going to happen? What's going to fall apart? Is our house now at a stage where it's kind of like runs smoothly and it's just a hiccup, but we're fine. Like, I'm just so curious yeah. what kind of goes up in flames and what works well. And like, I feel like I'm looking at it from um, the outside perspective, just curious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think a couple of things you already sort of, I mean, like, it's a good thing that you already started ordering your groceries, Instacarting them long time ago. Like, oh, yeah. That's like already a well oiled machine. You don't yes. even have to worry about that. So that's yes. nice. Yeah. I think your biggest ones, which we were just discussing, one of them before we got on the podcast, are laundry because yeah. your laundry room is in the downstairs. And you, which this is so weird to me, but you enjoy it. Well, <laughs> I don't. I enjoy, it's like making dinner. I enjoy making dinner. Do I enjoy making mass quantities of food that just is inhaled and isn't pretty and take, like, no, yeah. <laughs> nobody enjoys that. But yeah. laundry, I, I love, my laundry room's kind of a haven and I yeah. enjoy it. And I like going in there and it's kind of chaotic and and then you leave and it's organized and clean. And it's like, I've accomplished something visible. I can see it. I walk away yeah. from it feeling good about it. I like folding things and they're all exacting and the same and they stack. Like, I like that. I, yeah. I, like I feel like I can't say that too loud, but I really do enjoy it. <laughs> and so I've taken it on for way too long. And now I'm forced to, 
you know, the kids are on their own. They're going to have to do their own laundry, fold their own laundry, be responsible for their own stuff. Um, you know, that really could have kicked in a long time ago. And my mom has just gotten on me about this for years. Like, you're not doing them any favors. Like, I know, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like you're it. Just, and I don't want to give it up. You're yeah. going to have to like it for just you and Scott. I, exactly. <laughs> and, um, for everyone, because you are yeah. touring colleges. Mm-hmm. I know. And you're going to have to do some laundry. I know. I know. Yeah. You know. And I mean, like, I'm one to talk. I've been doing it like the same. I just throw everybody's laundry together. It just feels easier. But then I am doing that same thing of going like, you know what? I'm tired of people coming to me and being like, well, mom, where's this? Or is this clean? Like, wash it yourself. I don't know where you lost your ballet shorts. Like, I didn't wear them. So you yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it It is a thing. Like, managing the home is my realm. And yeah. I have a lot of things automated that make it easier. Like the ring doorbell. Like the groceries like there's just yeah. different things I'm the one on top of I'm aware of I know when packages come I know what's coming when I know the schedule and it's gonna be weird to I can still manage a lot from my bed like we said a lot is automated but a lot of it it's it's it'll be interesting for them to step up and into their role and my eight-year-old daughter she is old enough to do her own laundry yeah. she needs a step stool to get to the dryer because they stack oh but yeah she can do this and she can fold and she can put away. And certainly for my older boys, this is time. And so there's a couple of things I'm going to do this week. I'm going to show them all, you know, the, I'm going to take them in the wings and show them yeah. what's up and let them see how to do this. And for my oldest, who's in chemistry right now, I'm going to pass along, um, one of my passions, which is like stain removal <laughs> and how I think through it from like a chemistry standpoint. And I, I really do like it. So I had no idea this was a thing for you. Oh yeah. Oh, I need to bring you Emerson's coat <laughs> that she just stained. <laughs> Be like, what is the chemistry to get this orange, whatever this is out of her cream coat? Oh, see, I love that kind of stuff. I oh. I geek out over understanding the chemistry of the stain, the fabric, so the funny. remover, and being able oh, to. Oh my gosh! I can, I, see why I cannot. I, I cannot be bothered <laughs> to do that. Oh my gosh! Like I just spray something on it and hope it works. If not, well, I guess that piece of clothing is a goner. Although I was hoping that she was gonna <laughs> wear this jacket next year, so that's why I'm a little bit more like, hmm. Yeah, figure that one out. But yeah. this you talking chemistry of laundry, we're going to this is I'm going to go in a totally different direction here for just a second. You have to read the book that I am reading. OK, you will. And I don't know why it hasn't dawned on me up until now, but it's called Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus, I think is her last name. It's very popular right now. But I read it. You did. Yeah, I read it this summer. And, OK, did you love it? Orange cover with the girls. Yes. With sunglasses. Yeah. And she talks um, about the chemistry of all the food and the cooking and how that all yes. works. Yes. Yes. It I was did. totally up your alley, wasn't it? Yes. Absolutely. It was up my alley. <laughs> I want to say I read it in hardback. At, I got it at Barnes & Noble and I read it on our vacation back to Michigan. I read it in the car. And I read well, it aren't like, you fancy? all in one setting because I had a lot of time on my hands to read it. So it was kind of fun to inhale it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but it also didn't stick with me the way if I had taken weeks, you know, yeah. but yes, I do. I, I did enjoy that book. And yeah. I felt that kinship of like, I, it's just, it's just who I am. It's just what I love. I like that, you know, the analysis and, and I have like a little shelf with all my cocktails of different things that I can use to fight, not crime, but stain. <laughs> And then I come out of there and I've had these little victories. It's all, yeah. I mean, I could very easily have ended up in a lab, <laughs> but I have yeah. ended up and I've made my, my um, laundry room a lab. So it's just kind of fun. So I'll pass some of those things on for those who are, you know, um, receptive to it, which I think Jack might be. Yeah. And, um, and the other ones I'll just, you know, just the basics. Yeah. We'll see they do but that's something I have to initiate the process of this week because my surgery next Tuesday so and then I'm gonna be gone yeah and I'm gonna be gone for four days which this past weekend with all the walking the the colleges give you walking tours which is wonderful but um not so wonderful if you're combating a an injury while you're trying to hang in there and not embarrass your son (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> going way down or gripping that handrail when we're going up the stairs, like my life depends on it. <laughs> I'd really like you to get like a a little scooter for this oh, next tour. He talked about it. Scott's like, you need one of those little scooters, and or at least at the airport, let's put you in the wheelchair. Like, oh my gosh, no! <laughs> if I can't do it. I'm not going, and I can do it. So I'm That's so funny. I'm hanging in there, but um, anyway, yeah, it it's, I will be gone. And so I've got to, I've got to get, I've got to front load all these lessons, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Get them ready to go, but I'm going to get them these mesh bags that you would put like delicates in and I'm mm-hmm. going to have them just put their own socks in there and then throw yeah. that in the laundry. And probably that's not a new concept. A lot of you probably do that, but this is a revelation to me that I don't have to just have the massive quantity of unmatched socks in a bin. Yeah. I don't do socks. That's kind of my limit. I'll do everything else, but I don't do socks. I don't, I don't mend holes. I just toss them. I, yeah. I could care Who less. Mend about socks anymore. I don't know. I don't go to that extreme yeah. with our clothing care. But the yeah, it socks, stops at the stain removal. There's no repairing. It's just the stain removal. Not even of socks. If there's a stain, yeah. it's gone. I just they're easy come, easy go. We have so many, and I just I don't find myself caring about them. <laughs> you're yeah. gone. You're out of here. You've offended me with your little hole. You're gone. <laughs> Forget your mates. <laughs> I'm oh. tossing you out. So I just have a huge bin of unmatched socks, and it's somebody's chore every week at Rotates that they have to <laughs> socks. <laughs> So it's not occurred to me that, oh my gosh, what if I organize them per person in those? Men- <gasps> yes. So yeah. I'm going to try that and make their life easier. And we'll see. I mean, this could develop a whole new lease on life it in our could. home. It could. Stepping up to the bat with their laundry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and It's inspiring me to be like, I, we've tried it sometimes in the past, but I probably need to get back on top of it too. And and give myself that break because I need more breaks. Yeah. For things. So, and it, my room always ends up being the room that everything gets folded in. And then it has a tendency to just hang out in here in piles. And then that gets really overwhelming when it's the room that I work in and the room yeah. that I sleep in and the room that all the laundry's in. It's just yeah. it's not fun. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, like if I should assign kids a day of the week, like if your yeah. day is Monday, you get your laundry in and out. So they're not like, 
crashing over each other with, you know, and then there's always that person who leaves their stuff in the washer. And yeah, um, that's why I've just taken charge of this. I don't want all of that. I'd rather yeah. just have I my hear you. But I need to equip them to be able to do this. So I'm thinking I'll just assign a day per person. And interestingly, there are seven of us here. So there you go. <laughs> I feel like that lends itself to yes. a daily schedule. Yeah, it does. That it does. It works. <laughs> Our next partner that we're going to take a minute to talk about is Athletic Greens. You guys know that I love AG1 by Athletic Greens. It's a part of my everyday life. I like to take it about mid-morning because, as I've mentioned, I get in a little bit of a slump. I start feeling just a little tired and groggy. And Athletic Greens is that thing that gives me that extra kick, helps me to get back in gear and really get down to work. I am needing to be so productive lately. And Athletic Greens has seriously been a savior for me. When I've just been feeling kind of sluggish and tired, Athletic Greens gives me that extra energy that I need, but it also has been helping me with my sleep and my digestion. I've been under a ton of stress, and I know other times in my life when I've been under this level of stress, I've felt a lot more health conditions start to pop up, specifically in those areas. But when I'm being consistent with my Athletic Greens, it makes such a huge difference. I also can't believe that I haven't gotten sick in months, and I think the immune system support that I've been getting with my Athletic Greens has really helped me to weather a lot of the colds and sickness that my kids have been bringing through our house, and I have miraculously not gotten yet. So I'm so thankful that I am able to just take this really simple supplement by just putting one scoop of Athletic Greens in a glass of water, I mix it up with my little blender, and I drink it down in nothing flat, and it has just been such a a great boost to my system. And you'll also hear in this episode that Katie and I are talking about how it's been a key part of her preparing even for surgery. It's been helping her to boost her body and make sure that she has everything that she needs in her system as she's been preparing her body for this major undertaking that it's about to have. And with AG1 by Athletic Greens, she's getting those 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality that give all of these major benefits to the gut, mood support, boosted energy, even even looking healthier with your skin, hair, and nails. We have both seen such a difference in our life, we really can't recommend it enough. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash livewell. That's athleticgreens.com slash livewell. Check it out. So beyond the laundry, though, like food... That's a big thing. And you are the one who primarily does the preparing of it. So Absolutely. Well, I would say happen? my family is kind of excited. They're like, oh, we get to cook? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, you sure do. So um, I think that'll kind of be a little bit of a rotation too. But I have, I have put some time into stocking the freezer. And it's ridiculous. We have three freezers in the garage. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, I have one, you know, for my cookie business. And so that, yeah, that that's separate, but the other two, and one is basically a milk fridge, just a depository <laughs> for milk. And then the other one is well stocked with, um, all sorts of like portable stuff. They can just microwave or, or breakfast burritos I did ahead or stuff like that. So they, yeah. I, they're not going to starve. They're going to make it, but it will be really interesting what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you going to do with yourself? I know, right? Well, I'm going to 
I have a whole bunch of like books backlogged and I'm going to, I think I'm going to take, cause it's six weeks, you know, that I'm really pretty much in my bed or on this one level of the, yeah. <laughs> of the house. So I'm just going to invest in my business. I'm going to watch all kinds of helpful ways to market and I'm just going to position myself so that when I'm done and I can get back at it, I have a plan. I've defined, I kind of let my business define me this last year by not saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. I just sort of took on whatever orders came my way. Mm -hmm. I just put them in the schedule and then I just did them. But in the cookie business world, you either do customs, which are like customized sets for a special, like a birthday or a graduation or but it yeah. has somebody's name on it and you're designing a set that's a custom. So you either do customs or you do like pre-sale. And if you do pre-sale, you're telling people what you're offering. If you do customs, you're creating what they want. Yeah. So I have only done customs because my schedule has been sort of full and I had to end all that because I can't, I can't yeah. do anything in the near future. So I get this chance to kind of get in there and redesign. Well, what do I want it to look like? Do I, do I want to do one custom a week or no customs a week and just, you know, or do I want to fill my schedule with like, just, I get to sort of redefine it and take the reins back a little bit now that I'm a year in and I've learned a whole lot more yeah. than when I initially started. So I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, there's always so much college stuff going on, correspondence and things like that. And I've got this spreadsheet I think we've talked about before yeah. that really thoroughly um, everything put in and organized. And so I, I have a stack by my nightstand of things that are like when I'm recovering this, 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 yeah. so I will fill my days pretty yeah. well. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. to just it being a known quantity that I'm down and out and yeah. um, it's not always easy for me to say no to things. So this is just, this is an automatic no. And I, I can just do what I need to do or want to do. And I I don't have that freedom in my life usually. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. You're going to pack away so much reality TV. It's not even funny. You think? (laughs) I probably will in the background, but I really do want it to be fruitful. Like I want to come along with like, okay, this, I use this time wisely and well, but yeah, I'll save, I'll save some of that reality TV for those moments when it starts to get kind of hard, like, Dang yeah. it. Yeah. Out there and doing this and I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. Because that definitely, I mean, it's, I hear what you're saying about, oh, you don't get this opportunity and that's nice. But then I think the tedium can come in too. So yeah. you got to balance it out. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's just hard to not be able to do, you know, the things my family depends on me to do. And they, I know they're going to step up, but six weeks is a long time. Yeah, it is. And I think it'll, it'll take a toll on yeah. everybody. Um, the, the newness of it, the, the thrill of, oh, mom needs me to drive because she can't drive. That could get old. Yeah. <laughs> about yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be like, guys, you were so anxious to get to drive. Yeah, so, exactly. There you go. And the things they take for granted, like, I mean, we always have cookies and brownies and things. Yeah. Always. That's going to be on hold unless they're going to make them themselves. So I'm curious how how long before they're, you know, yeah, needing or craving or wanting <laughs> yeah. that. A bit of a shift for sure. It will be for sure. <laughs> That's funny. 
Yeah. I mean, I think that if anybody's family could take it on, your guys's definitely could. But it's I'm I will be anxious to see how it all plays out. I'm also just really appreciative that you scheduled this in a way that you will be mostly recovered by my birthday. I just I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> in Spokane, the winter is so long. Like, why push that? Why not be recovering and out yeah. of commission during those gray, you know, or, I, you know, like today we had a snowstorm of like what six, seven inches the yeah. last day of February. Yeah. School canceled. Yeah. Delayed. I mean, just crazy. Yeah. No big deal. Not annoying at all. But no, yeah, if you're going to no. be laid up, this is the weather to be laid up in for sure. Absolutely. Well, we've had crazy weather around the country because we left yeah. a crazy blizzard, freak blizzard here. What was it called? A squall or something? Yeah. I don't even know what that was, but it turns out that's a whiteout. Yeah. But we left that for a, a blizzard in the Midwest. So we were delayed in Denver, which it's always Denver. And then um, when we got to Chicago, like there were terrible weather. We drove up to Michigan, terrible weather. There was, Ugh. they had gotten six inches the night before. And like, we just Goodness went gracious. from bad weather to bad weather. Yeah. And then there's, you know, there's another storm. So this winter yeah. just can't end soon enough. Yeah. It started early and it's just really hung on here. It, it's really, yeah, way too long, way yeah. too long. Yeah. Okay, ladies, I want to take a quick break to talk to you about another company that I have been going to when I've been wanting to boost certain supplements lately. So I have been needing to get a little bit more iron into my diet, and I've also been wanting to boost my vitamin C during this more sickness-prone season. And the company that I have been going to to get those nutrients is North American Herb and Spice. I specifically wanted a natural form of iron, so I decided to go with Purely Liver from North North American Herb and Spice. And what I really like about this product is it is from 100% grass-fed and finished New Zealand beef. So I don't have to worry about any additives or chemicals. It purely contains what I'm looking for and the added nutritional support that beef liver can offer to me. And I have been feeling so much better, especially during a certain time of the month, because I have been taking this purely liver supplement from North American Herb and Spice. I also really like their Purely C. The cool thing about this vitamin C particularly is it comes from multiple different whole food sources so that your body can access it really well. It includes wild fruit complexes, including Peruvian Amazon Camu Camu. So it's just a really good, healthy, straightforward form of vitamin C that allows me to get what I need, a little bit of an extra boost during these winter months. And that liver, that's something I'll be taking all year long. If these supplements sound like something you might want to be adding to your daily intake as well, you can go to NorthAmericanHerbAndSpice.com and use the code LWA20 to get 20% off your order. Again, that's NorthAmericanHerbAndSpice.com and use the code LWA20 to get 20% off your order. Okay, I want to shift gears a little bit and I want to talk about how you have actually been preparing your body to be able to handle the surgery better and to hopefully recover faster. Because mm -hmm. I think you have done some very specific things and taken some specific things to try to help with that process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the biggest things I feel like I will, as a takeaway from this kind of long-term injury is inflammation mm -hmm. and the effect that inflammation has in our bodies. And especially knowing that chronic inflammation 
can be sort of undetectable if it if you know if there isn't pain associated with it we don't always give mm-hmm. it the credence that it needs luckily there has been pain this is an injury so i'm well aware that there's inflammation and i know what will what it will take for it to be gone so i feel like i'll be able to see a real before and after of what my body did during this prolonged inflammation and what it's like after and yeah. part of me can't even remember what it's like without the inflammation yeah. it's just felt so invasive in yeah. my life in every area from sleep to I mean even like my skin every every area of my life has been affected by the inflammation and so to combat that I've done a number of different things sort of out of desperation. Like I can't get rid of the injury, but I've got to combat this in whatever way I can. And you've been a great pioneer for me in that. (laughs) (laughs) So you should, you should take it and what you've had me do. And then I can talk about like what's been effective. Well, I think, I mean, we started this process kind of months ago being like, okay, we know that you can't have the surgery until the new year. And so if we just start helping your body to adjust and take things and really be like as healthy as possible, then you're hopefully going to be able to recover as quickly as possible. So probably some of the first things that you did were your supplements. You upped your supplements considerably. Mm -hmm. So you're doing the flow living supplements. I am. And I, that was one thing. I mean, I don't know if it's just my age or what is going on, but the hormones would have been completely out of whack. Perhaps that's because of inflammation. Perhaps it's just concurrent issues, but that was something I had to attack. Like I had to get on the offensive and get on top of that. And so the flow living supplements and it's, it's, it's five pills in the morning to every night. So, I mean, it's, it's, and they're big. (laughs) So it's been something that had to become a habit twice a day. And before I would say I was hit and miss with my supplements. If I remembered, great. If I didn't, oops, I'll get it tomorrow. But I have been diligent and I have not, I I have not missed a day since mid-August. Yeah. Which is incredible. Like that's incredible. So I mean, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that is a new habit. Yeah. (laughs) well-formed in my daily life and um, definitely keeps things on the level. Um, Actually, that's not true. I did miss a day. I missed two days last week. Wasn't it last week? Yeah, I think so. First time I had missed anything and I could feel it. And then you actually noticed a difference. I noticed. So until, until then, I don't even think I had the basis to say this is really making a difference. I think it was just keeping things kind of, neutralized but not having it for that two days I was like this really does make a difference yeah that's so encouraging to hear and to feel when you're like oh okay this has been worthwhile yeah this is actually doing something even though I don't feel great my expectation isn't that I'm going to feel great until after you know I get a handle on everything but I think just being able to be at a neutral place is huge Mm -hmm. And when you miss a couple of days and you realize you feel different, I think it's also like, oh, I could be feeling so much worse (laughs) if I wasn't doing this stuff. Yeah. And that's sort of what everything I'm doing right now, I feel like is bringing me to that middle ground and I'll really be able to fast track the healing process and be 
healthier than I have been maybe ever at the other side of it because there's so many good habits in place. So the slow living stuff is definitely one of them. And then the ASEA. Yeah, the ASEA, which I'm so bummed you're going to be gone this weekend because I'm going to that conference that happens to be here in town. Which is crazy. I I know. (laughs) I know. Like, what are the odds? But that, you know, it's a, to try to explain to people just like in an easy way, it's a redox cell signaling supplement. So basically it mimics what your body tries to produce in healing itself and gives you those molecules to heal faster or just be able to like help with anti-aging, to help with, you know, digestion, to help with all these different things. It helps your cells to work kind of to their optimum level. So it can really help with a lot of inflammation issues and that sort of thing. And we have really wondered like how much worse could your inflammation Uh be if it weren't for the ASEA and not only in taking it, but they also have the redox gel that Mm -hmm. it's called Renew 28 that you can put on topically and that can really help with the healing also. And I'm really curious with that, not putting it on your incisions you know, in the very beginning, eventually I think it will help with scarring, but, um, putting it around your knee to be helping with the inflammation after you have the surgery, I think, you know, hopefully it'll really be beneficial. Mm -hmm. And the ASEA, the non-topical one is like, you just like take a shot glass worth in the morning and at night. And it kind of tastes like chlorinated water. It's not, it's not awful. It's, just sort of like pool water. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm really curious about that one because I've been diligent about that and the, um, the topical just to see like if that, if my body is poised and ready to heal, which I believe it is, I think mentally, physically, I think in every way, I'm just, let's just get this going. Let's do yeah. this. Yeah. But I, I have so many little kind of naturopathic aids mm-hmm. um, that I'm really ready to see in action. Yeah. For sure. And then, so have you been taking any other supplements along with any of that stuff? Have I? Um, like in your smoothies, have you been doing? Oh, I've been doing all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. All of that, the zinc, the turmeric, the vitamin C, vitamin D, the athletic greens are in there. Yeah. All of those things, which that's a whole different aspect to my nutrition than I've had before. So, I mean, the collagen and I mean, it's all, it's all in there. So it's curious that, I mean, I, I think that makes your body stronger and your immune system stronger. Although I've seen my immune system, you know, if there's a cold or something around, I tend to get it and it goes right to my ears, which is mm-hmm. always my weak spot, which tells me that, you know, even given all of this help and aid, like my immune system is fighting yeah. Yeah. hard. But I think on the other side of this, it's going to be really strong. Yeah, I think so too. I think like just to see what you'll be feeling like next winter versus now. Oh my gosh. When you've eliminated so much of the inflammation and everything from your system, it'll probably oh, make a huge When I can difference. bend. Yeah. <laughs> when I can actually bend my body. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That'll be amazing. It'll be incredible. Like, <laughs> what even is this? The little things you take for granted. Gosh. You know? yeah. yeah. Well, well and in then- another. Oh, go yeah, ahead. Gosh. Yes, that's what I was going to mention. Okay, yeah, go for it. Well, you go ahead. You're the one who has it. <laughs> well, 
Well, it's like a red light therapy. It's yeah. kind of like a heating pad. You wrap it around the site of any inflammation. And from what I understand, the red light helps target the inflamed cells and kill them. Yeah. Right. Which, yeah, I mean, it's you can use it for all kinds of different things that they have red light therapy for. I mean, they say it's good for, again, just like your cellular health. It's good for anti-aging. It's good for inflammation. It can, you know, help reduce fine lines and wrinkles when you have a red light mask for your face. Like a lot of people who have saunas will have them the mats in their saunas. That's actually this Therisage company. They have a little like portable sauna that you can get into and it has these red light therapy mats in there so you can sit there naked basically and you just like expose as much of yourself to the red light therapy it's just supposed to be a really good thing overall for your body but then these mats that they have that are flexible you can actually wrap around an area like your knee or the one that i originally heard it from was angie fletcher and she had a bunch of dental work removing all of her root canals and all that kind of thing that was causing like systemic inflammation in her body. And when she had that surgery done, she would put the red light therapy mat on her face to help with all of the inflammation and the pain. It's also supposed to help with pain reduction. So that's why I thought this would be a good one for you because you could actually wrap it around your knee and get Uh like the most concentrated red light therapy to your knee as possible. And I again, it's like one of those things where you hear about it and you're going, okay, but does it like actually do anything? But you felt like <laughs> systemic body effects pretty immediately. Yeah. So I used it pretty much right out of the box. I just sort of went for it. And it was like, was it like 35, 40 minutes later? Yeah. I felt nauseous. I had a headache. I, my body was kind of starting to sweat. And I was like, what is going on? And I was reading it. And those are detox symptoms. And they said, when you feel those detox symptoms, your treatment has lasted too long. You've got to work up to that. So pretty immediately, my body was doing something. This was not nothing. This wasn't just like a nod at, you know, treating inflammation. My body was kicking into gear and doing something. So I found that to be very encouraging. Like this is legit. Yeah. And um, even just getting back from the trip, we got back really late Sunday night. By Monday morning, because we had done so much walking and all this other stuff, the bursitis was really, my knee was, it was not in good shape. And I did two treatments of the red light therapy. And then I was like, okay, I'm back. Like the swelling was gone. The pain was gone. Um, I mean, to a certain extent. Yeah. It's always sort of present. But what was making it even more difficult to move was lifted. So I think it took the swelling immediately down, but even um, the joint, everything moved a little bit more smoothly. Like I mm-hmm. think it was very effective with arthritis yeah. and things like that because it just, I, I think it, it just gets things moving in there like nothing else has. Yeah. And it's not at all painful. It's a little warm. That, that's mm-hmm. it. So, um, well, and I'm really curious after you have the surgery, as you alternate it and the ice machine that they will give you that like circulates the ice on your knee, like yeah. how quickly you will notice a reduction in that inflammation. Yeah. Oh, I'm so ready. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to get this going. <laughs> It's coming. It's coming. It's gonna be here. I know. I know. Well, and coming back on Sunday and then the surgery is Tuesday. I feel like I've really I've <laughs> I've 
given all of it, I, I will be so ready. Like I, yeah. I will not be in great condition going into it. I will have really lived and enjoyed these trips and, and yeah. I'm just out for a while, which is part of why we scheduled it the way we did to just maximize the time I know I'm yeah. Yeah. But I think it'll be good, you know, do a lot of your red light therapy on Monday. Try to get that thing as reduced with inflammation as possible before you go in there on Tuesday. But yeah. I'm like, I'm excited for you because I think it's just going to make such a difference to your life. We get through this next bit here of you needing to recover, but putting all of these things into place, hopefully the the amount of time that they tell you it will take to recover isn't going to be the same for you as it is for normal people who aren't taking all of these extra measures as well. That's right. I mean, they said a year. So I just feel like, okay, I'll take that and I'll see you in, you know, a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I want my life back. I'm done with this complaining and kind of hobbling yeah. um, side of myself. I'm really ready to be able to go for walks and Yeah. Yeah. That'll be It'll really be nice. Yeah, for sure. And back to the college thing for just a second, because I feel like this has been so consuming of life for a while. When does he have to make his final decision by? Well, that's a good question. So the the academic portion, like just committing to the school has to be by May 1st, but the athletic portion is in March. You commit in March. So, I mean, we're really coming down to it. It's, yeah. It's, he'll know next month what offers if any offers he has athletically, and then he's got to commit to them, um, to the coach and to the team before, um, the deadline for the school. So he'll probably know next month. Well, when this comes out, it'll be this month. (laughs) So this comes out tomorrow, which is March. So not to confuse anybody, but yes, in March, most likely. He'll know. Yeah. Yeah. He'll know, will know. And then um, the deposit and like all the official stuff has to happen by May 1st. Um, But then, you know, I mean, scholarship information comes out anytime from March through the summer. So you you might commit, but you might not know exactly how much you have to bring to the table until. Wow. Like, I know it's all just it's all so interesting to play out and. It, it's been an education mm-hmm. and, um, and I, I think I would say doing it all over again, I wouldn't apply to so many schools. Really? I, I, I think so. I mean, it's been nice to have a broad net, but unless you are willing to take on the communication with all of them, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like they're demanding. They're all demanding. They all need different things and want to communicate with you. Whereas if you had one or two or three schools, maybe that's it's manageable. It's like, okay, yes. I yeah. first choice, second choice, third choice, and you're kind of giving them what they need. But when there's a lot, it Yeah. It is my side my side hustle right yeah. now. All of this. And your side um, hustle that costs you a lot of money. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it really does. And when we were at one of the schools this last week or this last weekend, um, we had like our main admissions counselor, but then we had the admission admissions counselor who connects student athletes with the, the proper coaching channels. We had an engineer. So we had like all these different people coming up and they were introducing themselves to Jack and me. And they're like, Oh, we've got to We sure have. It's nice to actually meet you. But there yeah. were so many people in one school and that's kind of what it's like. It's 
for each school. You know, there's just yeah. so many contexts and people and things and, um, and they all mean well, and their end goal is to make you choose them, you know, yeah. so there's, there's a little bit of like a salesy side. Yeah. To it. yeah. So anyway, it's just, it's, it's been a while. Yeah, I know. Oh, I better buckle up. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's good to see you (laughs) going before, but it's definitely a little overwhelming. So I just think when it's all over, like when he's actually when we actually leave him behind. I mean, my heart is absolutely going to break, but I also think I'll kind of be like, oh, well, and then we start it all. Yeah, it will be sort of like an exhale of like, okay. We did it. This is done. I wouldn't want to go through this year again for anything because it's yeah. just—it's been a lot and a lot of unknowns. Like you don't know what you don't know in yeah. the beginning, of the year. but by this point, it's been and, a full education and yeah, you know, there's still so much to go. So many yeah final yeah. decisions to make, and it's and when you add it. in the sports on top of it. And the possibility of that and trying to get footage and communicating with like that whole extra set of people where sometimes when you're applying to college, that's that's not in the equation. But that has been for him. So it's a whole nother thing. It's just, yeah, it's definitely a lot. It is. And we had to wait for his season to finish before we could really, you know, commit to trip. And you don't know, are we going to playoffs? Are we not? How yeah, how long is this gonna take? So a lot of this has had to be last minute. I'm glad it's basketball and not baseball. I think baseball, yeah. because it's a spring sport, um, and that seems to add a whole other stressor to it. Of Much know, more offering. last minute. Yes, yes. Where this has felt last minute to commit to March. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we have a window without our basketball where we can be, I, we can still be checking it out. But that was one really cool thing about this last trip is that they were in playoffs. Both the colleges we were looking at were in playoff basketball. And the higher seed ends up being the school that he really prefers. But they hosted the playoffs. And so the two teams, the two colleges he was looking at played each other. Yeah. And we got to go to three playoff games two one night and then the finale the next night where the two teams faced off and that was pretty thrilling like to, yeah for the timing to work out where we were done they were still playing and they actually played each other that was yeah just like, oh my word that was so much fun yeah and what an immersion like into the school culture and mm-hmm. all of that kind of thing well in the fan base and seeing like the students how they they really came alive for this because it's a big rivalry between them yeah and, so it was it was pretty fun to see it all and yeah very cool enjoyed it it was good it was very good timing for us even though yeah you know yeah now you'll do it all again this weekend yes we sure (laughs) we sure will but this one it's a little bit different um in that they're flying us out yeah you're getting wined and dined a little bit and i'm I mean, I'm not going to lie. I am very excited about the hotel that we're staying in. Like, yeah. I'm excited. And, yeah, there's some nice little perks here that. For sure. I'm, I'm going to take in. I'm going to take yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it to the fullest. Go out with a bang. I think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
me and my knee. <laughs> yeah, you and your knee. But also, like you've said, you know, this is a special trip because it's just you and Jack. And it's back to your old stomping, stomping grounds of where you were pregnant with him. And oh, like, there's it's so crazy. many things about it that really make it a pretty amazing final trip. It is. It's so full circle. And to get to it, the way it worked out, it's just Jack and me. Scott can't come because he's got some time off to help me recover. And so we just felt like I would just go with him here. Yeah. And to go back and get back in that mindset 18 years ago of like Scott and I had gotten married and kind of rushed down to Milwaukee um, for his first job there. And then I was accepted into this program for my master's that I uh, truly, I was always in over my head, but I just, I really enjoyed that. I was even getting to do it and be a part of it. And then five months later I was pregnant with Jack and it, we weren't going to have kids until I graduated, but it just, it ended up that way. And I just had this war with myself walking to classes. First of all, this, I was in an engineering department. I was the only female in my department. So there's already that, but then pregnant female. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it really sets you apart, but just walking to those classes, feeling like I, everything I had in me had to go toward hanging in there and studying, but then I could feel the baby move. And it just was this, I I just, I remember just the war within myself of this is going to change everything. No, I'm not going to let this change everything. I'm going to finish. I'm not going to let this, I'm going to finish. And like my whole focus was, I am going to finish. I'm going to do this. I'm going to see this to the end. But then this other part of me, like, but a baby, you know, it's just, I and even when I delivered Jack, I was in labor, I was studying for finals. I mean, it was to that level where I just knew I was going to continue with that until I met him. And that literally shifted everything. And, you know, from that point on, I've pretty much been at home or educating him. And so then to go back to the same city and have engineering and like it does something to my heart that I, it's going to be very special to just feel like, wow. Like, here we are. Yeah. Yeah, I it makes me emotional just to think about the gift that this trip feels like, just the two of us, and to wander around and focus on, like, what God has done and just yeah. the, the sweetness of all of it. So I am really excited to get to do this with him and share this with him and be back there in a town that I know pretty well. And yeah. And we're going to see the Marquette St. John's game, which is going to be really fun because Marquette is right now number six. Oh, wow. Um, so since we got the tickets and accepted this invite, they have climbed the ranks. So it's been sort of fun. Like it, the tickets are harder and harder to get. Because, yeah. But we, we have them. And then I think we're going to go see a Milwaukee Bucks game that night because we're there. Yeah. So we're just going to enjoy ourselves and really have fun. It's going to be really fun. That's awesome. I'm so excited. I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can't wait to hear all about it. I know it's probably going to be a while post-surgery, but hopefully you can maybe not. You're just, yeah. (laughs) We got to get you off the drugs. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. That is From having helped someone else this past fall with a knee surgery. 
uh, you're not going to make a lot of sense for a couple of days there, but, (laughs) but I love you anyway. I kind of actually hope I do get some Marco Polos from you in that state. They could be real fun. They could be real fun. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But then, you know, I'm sure that won't be long, especially with all these other things that are in play. You are going to recover super fast. And while you're sitting there, you can chat with us on the podcast and it's going to be great. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I will talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. All right, that's it for this week's episode. As always, you can find the show notes by swiping up in whatever app you are listening to this episode on or going to mckenziecoppa.com and clicking on podcast. While you're there, you can also find links to all of our sponsors for this episode as well as Amazon because whenever you shop through Amazon or any of our other affiliate links, you actually help to send some love back to the show without it costing you anything extra. And if you go to mckenziecoppa.com slash Amazon, I have suggestions of all kinds of different things that we love around the Live Well Anyway community that I think that you will love too. But really, you can shop for anything you want on Amazon and it gives us a little bit of a kickback. But like I said, it won't cost you a dime extra. So if you can do any of your Amazon shopping through that list, we would greatly appreciate it. MackenzieCoppa.com slash Amazon. Okay, I think that's going to do it for this week. Unless I see you around social media or in the newsletter, then until next week, go be bold and gracious.